Welcome to the Iwana Club's podcast. My name is Linnea Sandwell, and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. We've all seen it happen either in Iwana or in a different ministry. Someone who has served for years steps down from leadership, and then no one steps in to take their place. What happens to that ministry? Often it suffers and sometimes even shuts down. We have seen once thriving clubs slowly atrophy and eventually dissolve because leaders didn't raise up other leaders to take their place. But I don't believe that's what God has called us to do as leaders. So what has he called us to? What keeps us from raising up leaders to take our place? How can we get people involved in our Awana clubs so that they can one day do what we do? That's what we're going to explore today. To get us thinking about this, I want you to think about skydiving. I'm not sure if you've ever been skydiving. It is something that I will never be doing. I will not jump out of an airplane, but I was there when my daughter and my husband went skydiving for the first time. I got to watch the process before they jumped out of the plane. They signed the waivers. They were told what to expect. They saw other first-time jumpers leave and then come back with no broken bones, and they totally survived. They were geared up with all the necessary equipment. They knew that they had a parachute, they knew they had a backup parachute, and they knew that they had the safety of an instructor strapped to their back and jumping with them. What if that is what our leadership handoffs looked like in our ministries? Think about it for a second. Unless your club is brand new and you've never done a WANA before at your church, someone handed the ministry over to you, but that handoff looked different for each of us. So let's imagine a couple of different scenarios. First, imagine that you walk in the doors of your church on what you think is going to be a normal Awana club night and your pastor makes eye contact with you and quickly makes a beeline for you and you can see the panic in his eyes. When he gets to you, he tells us that the Awana ministry director of your club was suddenly transferred to another country for work and he will no longer be there. The pastor has no idea what is to be done, and you are in charge. What the pastor doesn't know is that you don't have any idea of what needs to be done either. You faithfully serve each week, but you don't know what to do beyond that group of sparks that you work with each week. Maybe you feel a bit like you're jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. But now imagine the same scenario, the difference being that your director has been preparing you for this transition. He or she has been including you each week in the leading and the decision-making. You know who is supposed to be where and when, and you know the specifics of what needs to be done. Stepping into that new role is going to be hard, but you would feel a bit more like you had already jumped out of the plane, had all the equipment you needed to safely land even if that landing is bumpy and you fall in the process. Now, those two scenarios, we're talking about ministry directors, but this applies to you whether you are a director or a leader or a secretary. If you run games every week, whatever your role, you can be looking for someone to serve with you who can one day do what you do. You don't have to be the person in charge of everything to be raising up someone to take your place. Because none of us is guaranteed tomorrow, are we? What we are guaranteed is the moment that we're in right now. God wants us to be inviting others to join us and to serve with us so that 
when we do have to leave our position in our club, whatever that transition looks like, it is as seamless as possible. And the discipleship of the kids in your club doesn't even skip a beat. And isn't that what we see in scripture? Moses poured into Joshua, Elijah poured into Elisha, Paul discipled Timothy, and of course, Jesus discipled and trained up his disciples to do his work. God is the one who works in the individual's lives, but there was a person walking alongside them to help them learn and grow and to hand the ministry off to. But it's not always easy, is it? So what keeps us from raising up leaders to take our place? Maybe we're stuck and we think we're running a well-oiled machine or we're part of a well-oiled machine and we're satisfied with status quo. We don't have any desire to grow. Maybe we're thinking that it feels overwhelming to find someone to take our place. Maybe we don't want to become irrelevant. We like to think that the club couldn't run without us. And how often do we think that even if we would never say it? We all like to think that we're irreplaceable, but when we start to get our identity from what we do instead of who we are in Jesus, then we're missing the mark of who God has called us to be. And we're missing an opportunity to raise up other leaders to take our place. If we have always been known as the commander of our club, and that is who we are in our identity, we need to have some serious heart-to-heart time with Jesus and question who it is that we are supposed to be in him. Maybe we're sitting back and we're just waiting for God to provide. And while he absolutely will, he has promised he will provide. We need to do our part in that process as well. Maybe we've lost sight of why we serve in Awana. I recently heard someone define discipleship as authentically loving kids to Jesus. It's not a great saying. And that is what we're supposed to be about, right? Part of what we're doing when we love kids to Jesus should include making sure that the ministry doesn't skip a beat when we're no longer there. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. If you've been on the fence about registering for the Child Discipleship Forum, now's the time. You still have a chance to save on registration. Through August 25th, you'll save $50 per seat when you sign up. You can come as a solo act, or you can save a couple hundred bucks when you bring your whole ministry team. The CDF experience is something you'll want to talk about and process with other people who are fueled, like you, by forming strong faith in the kids in your community. Join us in Nashville September 21st and 22nd, or sign up to attend online. You'll hear from spirit-filled, Bible-minded speakers like Sam Luce and Rebecca Lyons. Chinway Williams is talking about childhood trauma and what it means for discipleship. Ed Stetzer will be speaking again at this year's forum. You really need to be there. So go to childdiscipleshipforum.com and register today so you don't miss out on our best summer pricing available. But I think one of the biggest things that keeps us from handing off our ministry is fear and insecurity. Fear that people might realize that we aren't as great of leaders as we think we are or as they think we are. Fear that someone else would be more successful than we are. Fear that God would use someone else more effectively than me. Fear that you will no longer be in control. So here's a question that I've had to ask myself and is a little painful, honestly, to ask. If I'm afraid to hand over the ministry or the leadership role that I'm in, am I trusting God or am I trusting myself? Who do I really think 
is in control. Let me encourage you, your Awana Club is not yours. It is God's. Our all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present God knows what your club needs better than you do. He is ultimately in control, and he has a plan for the leaders and the families in your club, and we need to trust him with that. So how can we start raising up leaders that we can one day hand off our ministries to? I don't have all the answers by far, but I'll quickly cover a few ideas. This is not an exhaustive list, but hopefully will just get you thinking. First, we should always start with prayer. Start praying that God would give you his eyes for the ministry and for the people serving in it. Ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will, with his wisdom, and to show you his plan for the ministry. Be looking for people who are passionate about Jesus and passionate about authentically loving kids and helping them become like Jesus. Pray that you can see those people in your ministry and pray that God calls those people to your ministry. Start thinking about it as coming alongside someone else and doing ministry with them. Just like a skydiving instructor is strapped to a first-time skydiver, let people that you want to hand over your ministry to do ministry with you and then slowly let them take the lead. And this is one of my favorite ideas. Consider high school students that serve in your club or in your church. Do some of them need to be given the chance to lead and teach and do more than just crowd control? There's a church here in San Diego that had a journey director whose goal was to give student leaders an opportunity to do just that. They were given um, direction to be club directors, to teach large group lesson times. They ran game time and they were held accountable to it and coached in it. And the cool thing is that as those students have graduated, some of them are still serving as directors in that club and others are in leadership roles in other churches. And what a great example of helping leaders become more like Jesus. And then fourth thing is step out of your comfort zone and remember that you are not the only person who can do what you do. When we're in charge of something, no matter how big or small, it can be so easy to hold tight and try to be in control. But if we wanna raise up others, we need to give them a chance to speak into what is happening. We need to listen to and value their input. We need to remember that God gives others ideas just like he gives us ideas. And it's okay to try new things. If people aren't given a chance to lead, why would they ever want to take our place? We should be looking for people who have the potential to be a leader. And then we need to give them a chance to lead. I remember teachers in high school and leaders that I had in college who saw something in me that maybe I didn't even see in myself and they gave me a chance. Now I made a lot of mistakes, but I was given the chance and I was able to grow and people coached me along the way. There's a degree of risk in letting someone lead or fill your role, just like there's a degree of risk in jumping out of an airplane. But if we walk alongside people as we give them a chance to lead, if we start small and then give them everything that they need to be successful, it's just like preparing someone to jump out of an airplane giving them the tools that they need to make sure that they survive, but that they enjoy it and that they have um, everything that they need to be successful. Encourage leaders to ask questions as you're coaching them and as you're walking alongside them. And then as time goes by, 
let them have more and more responsibility. If you do this, you're leading like Moses and Elijah and Paul and Jesus. You will be discipling leaders to lead and to take your place and to continue God's work. There's going to be bumps along the way. We are sinful. No one is perfect. But if we are faithful to raise up leaders to take our place, God's work will continue as seamlessly as possible. Thinking about handing off your ministry to someone else is hard. We love our people. We love our ministries. And we may not want to think about it. But if we want to steward the ministry that God has given us, and if we want to do that well, it is a necessary part of what we do. I'm praying that God will help you see leaders through his eyes to give you the wisdom that you need to raise up leaders to take your place and to hand off your ministries to one day. If you have more questions about this or you wanna have a conversation, contact your Awana missionary for your area and they are always available. They would love to have a conversation with you. And as always, thank you for joining me today and for loving kids and investing in families and the future leaders of the church. Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio, all rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Awana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more details about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more information about Linnea and her ministry. If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship Podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. The executive producer of this podcast is me, Ross Cochran, and our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way, and you also heard their song, Throne, from their album, Save Me From Myself. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.